I am announcing the end of the world as we know it and the beginning of the world we can only imagine with great difficulty. Welcome to the story of our shared journey, Love Always Wins. My name is David Hazen. I have committed myself to healing the culture of separation and violence and a journey to connection and belonging that is barely imaginable. My guest today goes by his middle name, Plato. That's spelled P-L-A-E-D-O. Plato has been working on issues around homelessness, resilient food systems, trauma healing, resilient lifestyles for the past 10 years. He is a storytelling hippie hop philosopher of play, a Renaissance soul and change maker. Plato, welcome. Let's talk about the end of the world. Okay. Welcome, everybody. What is what is this empire that is dying that, that you put into the title of your recent album? So I say that to say that no matter where we look at the world right now, it really does seem like we are in a time of very big change. And this is my last album, Empires Die, Life Evolves, is just like about that truth that empires do die um but life doesn't end it just keeps going and new eras begin and so like the end is always a new beginning on a circle you know so so is there a grief process that's involved with this dying process yeah are, pe are people grieving i think that some are I think we should grieve more. You know, if I had my way, and this is so unrealistic, but if I had my way, we would all just spend a weekend to 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 grieve. Like, imagine if we could, as a nation, as a society, as a people, spend a Friday venting and getting the anger out, and then like uh saturday grieving and just crying for all that has happened and all that's lost all that we've tried to endure and put ourselves through well, and then sunday we get back to work um doing something else and something different i definitely think that grief is something that i wish we practiced more of and i'm glad when i do see it practice to be honest now, you wrote on your website this really troubling question. How does one navigate these extraordinary times of turmoil and uncertainty to survive and maybe even thrive? How does one become resilient? How does one evolve? First off, I would say listen to the intuition. Listen to your heart. Listen to those deep intelligences within you. You know, we're talking about how does one survive when nothing's making sense and things are happening really fast and it, it seems chaotic because the structures that we're used to, the meaning-making structures are crumbling and the old rhythms are falling apart. And so I think when all that's happening, the first step you can do is, is listen to your heart and what feels good and your body is going to, in at least the immediate um, reality, it's going to give you some clues and some hints for what to do. So I I mean, I feel like for me personally, 
I'm always checking in with my gut and insides. Like I live by that. And, and sometimes that means that what I'm going to do is going to seem absurd and irrational to the outer world and reality. And uh, I just trust in that. And so when I'm saying that line, no one will save you. It'll be okay. It's like, I'm saying that for me and all those who can hop on that train and ride that uh, ride that train. And so for me, I love this meme that I saw recently online. And it was a person getting ready to be flicked off of a cliff. And it says, this is what spiritual awakening looks like. And it's God. And God is a finger that's going to flick the person off the cliff. And then underneath the cliff is two hands. And it says, also God. And for me, I really just try to place the trust and the faith in the overall flow and the overall process uh, and intelligence that is beyond my perception. Like part of this uh, whole topic we've been talking about today is you have to have trust that things are changing and our perception is just too small to understand all of that. And that might cause anxiety. It tends to cause anxiety in us because our bodies want to know they want to be surrounded by familiarity because that means you're not going to have potential risks of danger and stuff. And you can't prove that on any scientific levels. Like I know the, the super analytical scientist people of the world might not like that answer, but it has certainly improved my quality of life. My mental health is in the best state when I'm just trusting in the unfolding of the, the rose petals, you know? unfolding of the lotus flower and just going with the flow. And that doesn't mean that we're not putting our own intention out into the universe. We're not trying to uh, exert our will into the universe. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, yeah, go play the game of life. Um, but also understand that there are mechanisms at play that are larger than our perspective. That's okay. So what I'm hearing you say is that we are going to get knocked down, but what we need to do is keep getting back up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying that like that is resiliency is getting back up, pivoting, learning, um, evolving, you know, like that's that's what evolution does. It tries something and it's like, oh, does this work? No. Okay. Well, let's try something else. Yes. Great. But that's all evolution does is it keeps asking that question. Does this work? Yes or no. And if you get a no, it's okay. Try something else. Yeah. And uh, if you, if you have to wait for an answer, that's okay too. That's okay too. Uh-huh. Great. Let's shift a little and talk about community building because you've spent a lot of your life doing that. And I remember I interviewed you years ago about the Avant Gardeners. And, yeah. And you characterized that it was not just about planning and growing stuff. It's about building community. So why is that important? Community is the most important resource that we can have in life. Like, I love seeing people that come from small towns, tribal towns, uh, interwoven communities in my travels throughout this world because those people they're held by a group of uh other people throughout their entire life and 
I think that's the greatest resource that we can have to get through this strange journey called life is just having people walking through it with us. Maybe people that are older that can be like, hey, I've seen that turn before. Maybe people that are younger so you can feel the the uh, meaning of being like, yeah, I stumbled on that turn before. Watch out for that, buddy. What communities are you part of? Wow, that's an that's an interesting question. I like that. You know, I I uh, moved around a ton as a kid, and I have most of my grandparents were immigrants, so I don't have I have like less than ten blood relatives on this continent, and I never really felt a community bouncing around a lot as a kid. So when I came to Eugene, I said, early in life, I learned to grow wings. And now I've came here to learn to grow roots. And now I've been Eugene for about a dozen years. And it's the longest I've ever lived in one place. And I feel so good about being a member of the community of Eugene. I can walk down the street and talk to five different kinds of people on my walk and I know them and they know me and uh, I know over half the people that live in the houses in my neighborhood just because I'm out and about and I'm talking to people. Yeah, so my website is www.plato.com. P is in Papa, L is in Lima, A is in Alpha, E is in Echo, D is in Delta, O is in October.com. And my website is a great portal into some of the kaleidoscope of what makes up Plato, like uh, was discussed in the intro. It can be a lot. Like I do work with gardening groups and community gardens and building gardens at the uh, homeless camp that I work at. And then I'm also super involved in that realm of like trauma-informed care for the unhoused, finding solutions for affordable housing and community development, land development. Um, music is a huge, uh, a huge aspect of my website. You can find a lot of talk about my latest albums and, uh, that journey as an artist and musician. And so it's just a great place to get in contact with me. Thanks, Plato, for being here with me. And if any listener would like to appreciate the leisure of reading a free PDF of my book, Love Always Wins, you may download it from lovealwayswins.us. And if you have any comments or questions, email me at lovealwayswins.us at gmail.com. That address is also in the show notes. Next week, I will tell you the story of my 42-year trip to suicide hell. It does get better after that, so stay tuned and tell your friends. Until then, as a reminder to both me and you, let's pay attention to our breathing and keep it gentle. I love you. And I love you, Plato. I'm so happy you were here. I love you too, David. And thank you so much for doing the podcast, being who you are every day. And to everybody out there listening, I hope you get a little bit of uh, love in your day that you can share with the world and that shares some love with you too. Amen. <laughs>